Hey everybody, this is Mark Scott. Thanks for joining me on Closer Than You Think. This article is entitled, Misguided Christian, and that's in quotes, Targets That Undermine the Way of Jesus. Misguided, quote unquote, Christian targets that undermine the way of Jesus. This is part one. There's going to be three parts. The first part is subtitled, Toughness. Would Jesus take a stand like that? I was a pretty big DC Talk fan back in the 90s. I remember listening to one of their songs that opened with a voiceover of this Brennan Manning quote. The greatest single cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips and walk out the door and deny him by their lifestyle. That is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know the reason Manning made the statement, and I also don't know how ever to quantify if duplicitous living is indeed the greatest cause of atheism. Still, I do know it is a relevant consideration given the aims of the evangelical movement in recent years. Three factors in particular have caused onlookers to scratch their heads and question our sincerity to the gospel. I have placed these factors under three headings, all starting with the letter T. Toughness, Trump, and talent. The organized church has held these up as standards to the detriment of our witness to the world, and they have become the unbelievable evidence that an unbelieving world can point to. First, toughness. I want a pastor who preaches the truth. The church needs to take a stand and not back down. Christians need to stand up for what is right. These are sentiments I often hear people express, especially in regard to political or social issues, such as abortion, illegal immigration, marriage, criminal justice reform, and more. It seems the new litmus test for sincere faith in Christ is whether someone will, quote-unquote, take a stand. Evangelical leaders often use this as the measure of discipleship, the mark of a true believer. As is often the case, when we are confronted with the teachings and actions of Jesus himself, it is easy to see the real marks of genuine discipleship. He needs to be our litmus test. Does Jesus want people on both sides of the abortion debate, for example, to take a stand against the other side in the name of Christ as the proof of their faith? Did Jesus tell his disciples to love one another as he had loved them while thinking someday in a future place called America, there will be Christians who defend their legal Second Amendment right to bear arms and other pacifist Christians who are activists against gun violence. There's nothing wrong with being outspoken about an issue or taking a tough stand on a controversial subject, but there is a different measure of discipleship. Because we have projected this false notion that true Christians are the ones who stand up for certain issues or laws or rights, we have presented a false gospel. At least, we have demonstrated misplaced priorities. And as this Robert Tracy McKenzie quote illustrates, it has caused harm to our Christian witness. 
He said this, A lot of the political passions that are swirling today are convincing individuals that they should be opposed to Christianity for reasons having nothing to do with the message of the gospel and everything to do with political alliances we are entering into. The problem with this take a stand metric is that it subtly shifts our mindset from partnering with Christ to partnering with power, state power. Well-intentioned Christians are turned from the humility of the gospel to believing that kingdom work is using the government forces to impose one's belief onto others. By golly, if we can't love people, then we will just make this a Christian nation through lobbyists, legislation, and litigation. Now, please don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not trying to persuade people to step down from their convictions. Not at all. If you are pro-life because of sincere beliefs in the sanctity of life, then stand for that. If the humane treatment of immigrants is a major priority for you, then boldly advocate for that. All I am saying is that if you do so by vilifying those who think differently, then you miss out on opportunities to engage people in a Christ-like manner. Moreover, if you use your stance as the measure of your Christian faith, then you have missed the target entirely. Holiness is not measured by how you take a stand on a political or social issue. That is not how true discipleship is identified. We will be known as followers of Christ by our love. I heard that an important guy once said that. John 13, 34 through 35, these are the words of Jesus. I give you a new command, love one another. You must love one another just as I have loved you. If you love one another, everyone will know you are my disciples. Once we aim at the wrong target, then we enter into the wrong alliances thinking worldly power is mightier than sacrificial love, which is the way of Jesus. Enemies of flesh and blood are more clearly defined and caricatured for us. It looks right if we squint and blur our vision just enough, but it is still antithetical to the message and ministry of Jesus. When we open our eyes fully to see clearly, we see this is true. We know better. Perhaps there is no starker public figure to illustrate this point than Donald Trump, which brings us to the second misguided focus of American evangelical Christianity, which will be coming in part two. For now, let me leave you with this footnote that coincidentally, the Holy Post podcast released an episode that featured a discussion about Al Mohler and David French and their opposing views and their somewhat battle over contemporary social issues in light of a conservative mindset. It serves as a perfect illustration of how this misguided target of toughness in the form of taking a stand lands on the wrong runway. Christianity ends up becoming about something other than Christ. It was interesting timing that it came out when it did, so I will include a link to it in the show notes at the bottom of the article. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.